Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The 2023 season for the Indianapolis Colts already has a lot of questions associated with it. Who is going to be the most important player on each side of the ball? Who will be the biggest surprise? Which rookie will have the biggest impact? We're going to answer all of those questions and more tonight. Welcome to the Horseshoe Huddle podcast presented by Fan Nation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, and I'm joined by my fellow writer and co-host here at Horseshoe Huddle, Drake Wally. Drake, originally we were supposed to talk about the second week of Colts OTAs tonight, but the Colts kind of pulled a 180 on us media availability isn't until tomorrow when this episode will already be out to everybody so not going to be able to update otas we'll be able to do that down the line uh but drake how you doing man it's it's been a really hot week in in indiana for us it's it's summer i think is officially here yeah i uh just just got back from a uh, death cab for cutie concert last night and it was pretty it was pretty dang hot luckily it was it started at 7 30 so eventually it kind of died down but man definitely summer is is here and um i'm very very excited for this episode man i think that we addressed that before it's gonna be a fun one for sure Right. Yeah, it is going to be a fun episode. We're going to be diving into all of the Colts superlatives for the 2023 season, giving our predictions on, on a lot of these big questions that, that people are speculating about and, and really what who, which players are going to make a big impact for the Indianapolis Colts. So let's let's take a look at the chat. Patrick the legend himself is here uh pd pablo Pablo. here's the name you haven't heard in a while that's that's going way back keon also here what type of season do you guys expect from jelani woods uh big things i I think drake and i are both big fans of jelani woods drake's got his jersey there in the background oh yeah i think i think i think we're going to see jelani woods uh really ascend to that tight end one this season stats matt the third host of the show is here better get these right <laughs> buddy you better get these right yeah uh so so before we get start out with that guys honestly our subscriber numbers we passed a thousand a while ago we're on our way to two thousand subscribers here on youtube so please if you haven't done so already subscribe to that youtube channel and hit that bell so you know when drake and i go live so we can continue to provide you fantastic colts content all season all off season pretty much year round if you haven't done so already also go follow us on social media like horseshoe huddle on facebook follow at colts on fn on twitter subscribe like i said but not only on youtube but on apple Podcasts, google 
Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, give us a five-star review. It really helps us with the charts and helps us reach more Colts fans just like you. So, Drake, tonight is going to be, like I said, a lot of fun. We're diving into all the Colts superlatives for the 2023 season. And Chad, I really want you guys to, to engage with us tonight. Uh, it, each one of these questions that, that Drake and I are going to propose, I want you guys to answer it as well. And if you want us to highlight your, your specific answer or why you think a player is going to be, like we said, the most important offensive or defensive player, the biggest surprise and more, go ahead and throw a super chat in there. We'll be sure to highlight that. And hey, you guys, we always love the support of the super chats. It, it's it what's it's helps us keep all of this going. So we really do appreciate it. But Drake, I have babbled on long enough. Let's get into our first superlative for the 2023 season. And it's a big one. Who is going to be the most important offensive player for the Indianapolis Colts in 2023? Uh honestly. It's 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 probably the the unit that we really need to look at and 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 dissect the most because just of how bad uh, the Colts were on offense in 2022. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because when you look back on that year and uh, you know as as the years pass, I, I think that you'll be able to chuckle at it, you know, um, but it's still pretty fresh. And you just saw you expected guys like Matt Ryan to perform. You expected the offensive line to do what they did in 21. And, you know, from top to bottom, it was just garbage, honestly. So um, it, it's it's kind of nice to be discussing a new trend, a new feeling uh, for the best offensive player for the Colts, because uh, last year, I, in fact, Patrick made a great comment here he goes he goes sweet jesus none of us none of us did that last year as far as getting <laughs> these superlatives right like that's matt said so uh, it's it's nice to address some new ones here that i feel a lot more confident in looking back yeah garbage was a uh was a good way to describe a lot of what the colts <laughs> did on offense in 2023 but drake i'm gonna have you kick this one off who is your most important offensive player for the colts in 2023 so at it it, it sounds pretty you know, easy, but it actually wasn't that easy to, to, to kind of think about this because you got to think of now from a rookie standpoint, you know, who's going to be able to kind of help a very young team uh, offensively adjust. And I, I have to go with the, with the constant that's Jonathan Taylor, uh, Jonathan Taylor, just the fact that he is recovering from that ankle injury. He's got a new breath of fresh air. He's got all these weapons around him that can help him maximize his talent and a guy like Shane Steichen who knows how to use a committee backfield, as I discussed in an article, he helped Miles Sanders. I'm not saying he's not a good player. Miles Sanders is not Jonathan Taylor. All right. And he helped him get to nearly 1,300 rushing yards and 11 freaking rushing touchdowns when this guy hadn't even had 900 yards in a season before. So imagine what he's going to do with Jonathan Taylor. I, I think that it's still until further notice, it is Jonathan Taylor's offense. Want to highlight Nathan's comment here. Uh, Nathan, thanks a lot for the super chat. You're always willing to support the channel here. Really do appreciate it. Nathan says, let's talk about the signing, uh, Gerald Avery. Uh, and, and Nathan, we are going to talk about that just, just later in the show. We do have a whole section get, uh, dedicated to the new defensive end for the Indianapolis Colts that they just signed here. Uh, and it's, it's not Gerald Avery, uh, Gennard Avery, uh, who Colts signed uh, as a free agent, played last season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But we will be talking about him later in the show, have a whole segment dedicated to him. Uh, so so we'll make sure to, to address him there. Nathan, Definitely. really appreciate the super chat, buddy. We also have another... Another one here from Stats Matt. Uh, some Stats Matt says, rumor is since there's a week off is coming, I got to buy a beer each for you guys. My superlative <laughs> for the show is who will be the player you fall in love with that's a non-quarterback, non-Jonathan Taylor this season. So Stats Matt, I'm going to come back to that, buddy. But hey, appreciate it. We'll talk about what our schedule is going to look like next week at the end of the show here. But yes, we, we do appreciate you, buddy, as always. And then my beautiful wife, giving a super sticker here. Uh, we appreciate your support. Hi, Danny. <laughs> Drake says, hi, glad you're, glad you're tuning in here as always. But, but I want to, before we get too far out here, I want to talk about the most offensive player, uh, most important. And I think Jonathan Taylor really is someone that a lot of people are sleeping on just because of the 
uh, I mean, you, you, you hear, you, we talked about Jonathan Taylor really dominating the league. And then since all of the buzz has been about Anthony Richardson, this, this off season, and rightfully so, and Jonathan Taylor had a down year, a lot of people are, uh, really not just not counting on this this offense really revolving around Jonathan Taylor and I, I think it really is still Jonathan Taylor is still going to be the main piece in the center point for this offense yes Shane Steichen has talked about uh wanting to to throw to score and run to win but at the same time when we're talking about Jonathan Taylor and you have that all pro back being able to have a rookie quarterback that can lean on an all pro back like that someone that's coming back fully healthy as well in Jonathan Taylor it's just going to open up so many things for this offense so I, I really like that uh Danny Patrick says, just glad you made it back from Gatlinburg in one piece. Yes, she she did. She had a great time in Gatlinburg. Uh, Not easy coming weekend. back from a, from a fun time no, in Gatlinburg. No, mo- mo- moonshine tastings, a zip lining, she, she, mountain coasters. She really did it all. She had a fun time uh, down there. But, but my most important offensive player, you guys, it, this season, it's all about number five. It's all about Anthony Richardson. I know it seems like a chalk answer, but really when you're talking about the future of this team and and where this team is is going it's got to be all about Anthony Richardson how he gets acclimated to this offense do we see consistent improvement week to week from the rookie quarterback in this offense uh how is he going to be able to to handle being in an NFL uh NFL offense or ha- go up against NFL defenses when he had some moments last year in in college where he struggled uh how what's the offense going to look like with anthony richardson under center there so it's all centric on how anthony richardson is going to adapt to all this and and how the the type of player that he's going to mold into like i said as the season goes along because and we've talked about this in a few other episodes you want to see that consistent improvement it's not going to be it's not going to be linear that he's going to have his his really good games he's going to have his really bad games that's just life in the nfl for for everybody not just a rookie quarterback but you're you're going to want to see just that consistent improvement, getting getting better, being more consistent with the football. How is are his mechanics looking as the season goes along, and 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 what this Colts team can build on for years to come? So that's why I put Anthony Richardson as my number as my most important offensive player. Yeah, and just to touch on that real quick, I mean, at the end of the day, Jonathan Taylor is one of the biggest like helpers for for your pick right there and you're also talking about you got to be patient with this guy because not only is he raw you have possibly his wide receiver three josh downs is a rookie all right Mm -hmm. alec pierce is only going into his second season after playing for three quarterbacks and two coaches okay so like jelani woods sophomore season kylan granson i think he's going into his third season i mean this is a young freaking team luke rhodes the long snapper currently is the oldest player on the team and he's 30 all right, I don't. I think Ryan Kelly just turned thirty, so they've only got two thirty-year-olds. That's it. So a very young team. Give him time because if you give him time, I think that you might just uh, be be happy with your patience as a fan. Right, I would agree. Let's before we go on to our most important defensive player, uh, I want to I want to highlight Stats Matt's comment here, and we can yeah. do this this superlative real quick. Drake, uh, it's, Stats Matt again asks, who will be the player you fall in love with? That's a non quarterback, non Jonathan Taylor this season, and I, I think for me, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be Josh Downs. Uh, I, I am just such a fan of, of what Josh Downs brings to this team. Uh, he was one of my, I, I, I had said, I've said it multiple times. I did not think that Josh Downs would be an Indianapolis Colt just because I thought he was too small for what the Colts wanted at wide receiver just did not fit that profile. But when, when you watch him, he was one of my favorite wide receivers in this entire draft class, just because he gets open very, very quickly. And he catches pretty much everything that's thrown his way. It's kind of, I wouldn't say he's like Marvin Harrison, but Marvin Harrison was a smaller wide receiver, only about six foot, 175 pounds, caught everything thrown his way, and his route running and, and his ability to get open were second to none. Josh Downs brings that quick win wide receiver to this offense, and, and I think Colts fans are really going to fall in love with Josh Downs very, very quickly, and he's going to be an absolute weapon for this offense for years to come. 
I definitely agree with that. I think that um, for me, I mean, obviously I love Jelani Woods and we just talked about Jelani Woods, but it's actually this guy right here. Alec Pierce is who I'm just fired up for because he's got the deep ball ability. He's lightning quick. He's got that big frame. He, if he can just, if he can just smooth out the edges on his route running and Steichen's offense with Richardson as his quarterback. Oh my goodness, man. It's going to be a lot of fun watching number 14 on Sundays. I'll tell you that. This offense, it's 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 so young. This offense just has so many young pieces in it that that you could really be excited about because if they they really start to come on and hit their ceilings, the Colts could really have a lot of good young guys in their stable. Like you said, Alec Pierce, Jelani Woods, Josh Downs. I mean, we haven't even talked about. I mean, we obviously talked about Jonathan Taylor, but we haven't talked about Michael Pittman yet, who's going to get an, another big contract, second contract with the Indianapolis Colts this season so uh, there's just so many young guys that i think are just on the cusp of having breakout seasons and really making this offense uh, uh something to be reckoned with down the line our next superlative here is we did the most important offensive player let's do the most important defensive player for the colts and i'll, I'll go first on this one drake i think this one it's a guy that we really don't know if he's even going to be out there or 2023 or or how he's going to look in 2023 and that's shaquille leonard this defense is just completely different when Shaq Leonard is is on the field. I mean, the the intensity is is higher. The turnover rate sure, certainly spikes uh, when Leonard is out there. And and let's face it, if Shaq Leonard is not on the field in 2023, or he doesn't kind of come back to what he was, the Colts are probably looking at a very very porous linebacker group. I mean, because Bobby Okereke is not here. Yes, Zaire Franklin, I think, is a very good linebacker. And when you pair him with Shaq Leonard, it's just a very good tandem. But EJ Speed really hasn't. Well, he's shown flashes. He hasn't been a starting linebacker for 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 really any long period of time so there's just a big unknown there so it just seems to me that when Shaq Leonard is out there on the field this defense is different and this defense goes out and gets turnovers like it's been built and we saw when Shaq Leonard missed most of the season the Colts hardly had any turnovers on defense last year he's that important to this defense yeah, and I mean, we're talking about a guy that I think in the last episode we we had discussed this that he he's so scary, you know, to quarterbacks and ball carriers because he just is a constant turnover machine, and it could happen at any moment that he actually will divert attention to himself, and he could make plays happen with other teammates because he's out there, and they're just it just totally throws a wrench in your offensive game plan. Um, we're talking about a guy that just in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one he had eight passes defensed. Eight forced fumbles. He had four interceptions. I mean, he returned one for a touchdown at one point in his career. I mean, so he has everything you need as a linebacker. I I wanted to pick Shaq Leonard, but I went ahead and went with DeForest Buckner. And I went with DeForest Buckner because on any on any given Sunday, don't get me wrong, I I think Grove has been, I think Grover Stewart has been thrown to the side too much. He finally deserves, you know, his spotlight is one of the best defensive tackles, but I do think DeForest Buckner is even better. And I go back to 2020, actually, when he was out of the game against the second, it was the second meeting between the Titans and the Colts. Um, and, and Derrick Henry just destroyed Indianapolis. And it's because Buckner wasn't even in the game. He was hurt. And all they did was run right up the middle. Grove got Grover got double, triple team, push him out of the way, just get 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 Derrick Henry in space. So I think that this guy, if he can just have some you know continuity on that defensive line, Samson um, Samson Abukum can can get going, and Dio Dangbo can hit that stride. Guys like Quiddy Pay, he might actually be able to grab some sacks this time, maybe like eight, nine sacks, that sort of thing, like he used to do in San Francisco and with the Colts. So. Really fired up, uh, as Shane Steichen says every 10th word. I'm real fired up uh, for DeForest Buckner to have a, a, a team that is finally, you know, young and starting fresh, retooled and, you know, looks at him like a mentor for those younger guys on the defense. 
people forget DeForest Buckner was hurt all of last season. I mean, he yeah. had that bionic arm and, and the same injury that Brock Purdy, the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers is going through uh, with a torn Olna in his, in his elbow. Uh, I think DeForest Buckner had that same exact injury and yet he played through. Obviously it's different because he doesn't have to throw the football, but at the same time, you're still talking about a torn muscle and DeForest Buckner was arguably the best defender for the Colts in 2022 still going out there and impacting the game whether it's against the run or against the pass DeForest Buckner had the most sacks outside of Yannick Ngakwe DeForest Buckner was second in sacks for the Indianapolis Colts last year so Defoe I I, I really never got the trade talks or people saying we should trade DeForest Buckner <laughs> let DeForest Buckner go uh, I mean that's that's blasphemy I mean you yeah. you DeForest Buckner Chris Ballard said it. If he could, he would have 53 DeForest Buckners on his team. And I'm right there with him. DeForest Buckner is, is an absolute menace to society. And he's one of the best Colts players uh, that the, that this team has had in a long time. And they're going to hold on to him as long as they can. I uh, wanted to give a quick shout out to some others that have joined. Lindsey Ross um, is here. Uh, also, one of Tez uh sarah uh great to see you sarah always a pleasure having you join the show live we're doing fantastic so great that everybody's here uh let's move let's move along to our next our next one this one's going to be fun i want to hear what the chat has to say about this biggest surprise in in 2023 uh this one, I, 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 I'm very excited to, to kind of explain our answers. Drake, I'm going to have you go first. So who do you think, and this is offense or defense, by the yeah. way, who do you think is going to be the biggest surprise in 2023? This one was so damn hard to <laughs> think about because there's so much young talent on this team. Look, I'm going with a forecast that is terrifying to hear. You need to board up your windows and you need to lock your doors because Hurricane Dio, he's coming to town. Dio Dangbo, man, I, I'm very intrigued by the fact that this, this uh, freakish athlete just put on 11 more pounds of muscle. He's got these insanely long arms that can just push and create separation, throw offensive tackles. I mean, this guy at the end of last year, he was picking up the kind of steam that a train does. This guy was sacking quarterbacks left and right, and he was finally hitting that stride. And you just got to think, what's he going to do with a healthy quitty pay with, with you know, Samson Abukum right behind him rotating in, or if he does rotate in with Abukum? This is a guy that could be a massive issue. I mean, he's got all the tools to destroy your offensive line. So I'm excited for this absolute monster that the Colts have, and I cannot wait to see him hit that stride and start getting higher up to his ceiling where that potential really should be hit. Dio Dangbo really ended 2022 strong, and and if he continues to to really take off, I mean, you you are going to look at somebody that the Colts can count on to push, whether it's to push Quiddy Pay, push uh, Samson Ebukam over on that over at that Leo spot, or whether it's rushing in in the middle. If with Grover Stewart comes out on on pass rushing downs, you put Odangbo in there. Uh, I'm excited to see what what he can do this season. My biggest surprise, though, I. Think think it's going to be bernard ryman i really do i am bullish on bernard ryman at left tackle i really am the way he ended 2022 i mean he, he graded out as like a top 15 tackle in the nfl for a guy that that was a third round pick out of central michigan had really only played tackle for two seasons to come in yeah he had to, he had his ups and downs it was not pretty especially to begin the year but bernard ryman came in and and just absolutely locked down that left tackle position to end the year and i've seen so many people so many writers or so many people like from from all over different sites who don't watch the Colts who don't study this team like we do saying that that left tackle is still is just there's they don't have anybody there and and I just I just cannot agree with that I think Bernard Ryman is going to officially lock down that left tackle position this summer or this this spring and or gosh I can't even get my seasons right this fall and 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 really dominate at that left tackle do I think he could be an all pro player 
I don't know about that, but but if you if you're talking about the Colts getting somebody that can reach possibly the level of Anthony Costanzo again, you take that ten times out of ten. That's just a rock solid left tackle that you don't have to worry about over there. Quentin Nelson then does not have to worry about helping out the left tackle. He can focus on his job, and and that's just going to boost his game. I I'm going to go out a limb here and I say Bernard Ryman ends up being one of the top three, maybe even top two offensive linemen for the Indianapolis Colts in 2023. I think he can have a better season than Ryan Kelly, and I think he might even challenge Braden Smith uh, for being the best tackle on this team. I I, I really do think so. You know, I, I love I love the fact that I know that Frank Reich is obviously now in Carolina, but when, when I've said this before, when Bernard Ryman started in that disaster seven field goal game against the Broncos, I think he had like four or five penalties. He looked like a deer in headlights out there. Looked like he was kind of down on himself. Frank Reich kept that man in though. He was like, you're going to get through this and you're going to learn to get through this. And it just seemed like from that point on, his trajectory was nothing but improvement, 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 and improvement more and more and more. And you're talking about a guy who only played a couple of years at left tackle. He's previously a tight end. He's athletic. He's He was Very super athletic. raw, and he's just improving. Yeah, give me Anthony Costanzo 2.0. Hell yes, 10 times out of 10. That guy was as efficient as they come. He was as reliable as they come. Andrew Luck knew his left side was okay. I mean, seriously, anybody that played for played with Anthony Costanza knew, knew their left side was more often than not just fine. And going back to the fact that Quentin Nelson and guys like, I mean, Ryan Kelly had been regressing a little bit before 2021 or uh, 2022. But look, when you have your left side breaking down constantly, okay, and, and if, if for Kelly's in Kelly's def, like uh, world, you have your right side breaking down constantly. Your blocking is totally screwed up at that point because you got holes on each side of you. So. Bernard Ryman in year two, he's going to be even more experienced. He's going to understand his athleticism and know how to use his length and shorten those arms. I think I'm, I'm right there with you, man. He's going to be an awesome, awesome tackle. I'm going to project right there with you that I think he's either the you know top two, top three on the Colts uh, on the offensive line. I'm just a huge fan of Bernard Ryman and all the yeah. work that he's put in this offseason too. He's added. I mean, 10 to 15 pounds of muscle that was one of the, his biggest, the biggest things, the biggest knock against him was that he needed to up his play strength and, and really build on that anchor. And it seems like that's really what he has focused on in during this off season. So it's, it's good to see what, what, uh, that he is really addressing that now go show it on the field I, I really like this answer too from John Gilbert he says Drew Ogletree will be the biggest surprise uh, for the Colts in 2023 uh, that would be interesting uh, to have that especially that two-headed monster of Jelani Woods and, and Drew Ogletree that would be pretty crazy uh, to see what what happens there when the Colts have a a, a dynamic duo at the tight end position yeah, and the thing is, like, um, when it comes to – see, Andrew Ogletree is such a wild card because he was killing training camp last year, goes down with an injury. He was arguably the be like one of the better blockers, which the Colts missed so much. So you already know that he can block. It's going to be interesting to see what's he going to do in the passing game. How's he going to factor in with guys like Woods and Granson and Mallory and and, and all these other guys, uh, Allie Cox. Um, very, very excited for Andrew Ogletree to finally get his health in order Get out there and play some football. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. And then our next topic is going to be 
the rookie who will have the biggest impact in the 2023 season. Uh, I'll go first on this one, Drake. Uh, and again, I've already mentioned him in, in the show of who we're going to fall in love with, but I think this rookie is going to have the biggest impact and it's going to be Josh Downs, wide receiver Ooh. out of North Carolina. I, I think, uh, so how I envision this going is I, I see Josh Downs and Isaiah McKenzie kind of battling back and forth for that slot wide receiver role. But I think as the season goes along and as Josh Downs really starts to get comfortable in this offense, comfortable uh, against NFL NFL type speed guys. And, and, and once, once him and Anthony Richardson kind of form that, uh, that, that connection, you're going to see Josh Downs really, really kind of take off and and be a vocal point of this offense. So, so yeah, Josh Downs, I think, is going to have the biggest impact. Uh, obviously, I mean, I could have said Anthony Richardson as as Patrick asked, uh, not named Anthony Richardson. We could, we we could have said said Anthony Richardson, but since I already used him as uh, the most important player on offense, I'm not going to use him here. I think Josh Downs, honestly, whether Anthony Richardson is in there or not. I think Josh Downs could be the starting slot receiver possibly day one. I do think it might take a little bit more time, but as he gets used to everything, Josh Downs is going to be a stud for this offense. Well, and he's like, we've gone back to this before, but he's been building that rapport with Anthony Richardson. So he took, he took the reins right away and said, look, I'm a rookie. He's a rookie. We need to get on the same page. So love that answer for me. I, I went ahead and went defense and I, I'm just so excited that the Colts got Jalen Jones. I'm excited that the Colts got Darius Rush, but I'm also excited that the Colts got one Juju Brents. Okay, this guy and his ridiculously freakishly long tentacle-like wingspan is going to cause so many issues for receivers. If he can just kind of – because he's, he's a little slower, but he's got that zone presence that Gus Bradley just – loves so much he's going to be able to get very physical with these guys right up on the line of scrimmage he's going to be able to cover a lot of area with his with his length i think he's like um correct me if i'm wrong but i think the man's like six foot three 200 pounds i mean that's a yep. huge defensive back he might struggle with those smaller little twitchier receivers but if he can just start to get his footwork down to where he can you know at least in his zone coverage keep up with guys like that man this dude will be a problem i think that there was a, a recent list that was done um, where he was projected to, to have like, I think it was from ESPN, projected to have like two interceptions or something like that. I think this guy has the potential to have four, even five. I mean, he is so big and long that he might actually deceive a quarterback into thinking he can get a ball over him or around him, and he'll take that ball away. I mean, this is a guy that I, I'm just so excited to watch. So I think that he's going to have at least the biggest rookie impact on defense. Juju Brents is the epitome of a Gus Bradley cornerback, and I think Juju Brents will probably start from day one. He's going to take over Stephon Gilmore's spot in Gus Bradley's defense, and and it can there can be a learning curve, definitely a big learning curve for cornerbacks, especially going from college to the NFL. So that he again, he's going to be another one of those guys that that has his ups and downs. But you bet on that athleticism, and and you bet on those high end traits, and and as soon as he get gets used to that i think he's going to do a very good job for this defense so so the next one we're going to do we've, we've talked about the rookies we haven't really touched on the free agent class so which free agent edition uh, do you think will have the biggest impact in 2023 drake so i decided to uh i decided to go perhaps it's wild card or unfavorable but i went with matt gay I went. With <laughs> there we go. Game. All right, I, I I did it. Okay, because look, all right, so, uh, look, Rigo Blankenship, man, um, loved him, but just so good old hot rod. Whole good old hot rod was hot rod when he was hot rod, but when he wasn't, he just he was nothing. He sucked. So it's like you 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 want to have you want to have consistency at kicker. You don't want to think about it. Chase McLaughlin. Bless his heart, he did everything he could. He had he had to do way too much for what he's had to do in his in his past, you know, in his career. A journeyman type of guy. The fact that you lock down this position, you get one of the most accurate kickers in the NFL. You get one of the most surefire guys over fifty plus yards, and he's a pressure kicker too. The guy can hit the pressure kicks. You don't have to walk out there and see your special teams going out there for three points from the forty yard or you know from forty yards out and think. 
I hope this, I hope this goes in. I mean, you do that to an extent, but it's a, it's like a spectrum, you know, where you're at with the stress level, your stress level is super duper low. Okay. And he's a weapon. He's essentially a weapon. So if you struggle to get that ball in the end zone at first with a guy like Richardson, you know, kind of adjusting to the NFL, you can at least put points on the board with a guy like Matt Gay. I thought that the contract was warranted. I thought that it was perfectly fine with me. And you shore up your kicker for years to come. I actually love that signing. Drake, you're breaking Brandon Moses' heart. The the biggest <laughs> hot rod fan that I know. Uh, when, when we were Brandon all was, hot rod fans. When, when Brandon was living in, in Indy, he, he he became a little fanboy when he met Hot Rod <laughs> one day. Uh, but I digress. I, I and there, there's a reason the Colts gave him the biggest free agent gave Matt Gay, I should say, the biggest free agent contract in NFL history for a kicker. Uh, since the dude, I mean, he had one year with the Buccaneers, but since he joined Los Angeles Rams the past few seasons, I mean he's 92 or 93 percent on field goals so yes chase mclaughlin i think did an admirable job and i would have been i would have been fine if the colts would have re-signed him but when you have the opportunity to go out there and get matt gay and really solve your kicking problem that that has been going on since adam vinatieri's last season in indianapolis it, it's just one less thing you have to worry about and and i see stat uh who i see wyatt law good to see you he says matt gay might just win us a couple games this year for the colts exactly. so it, it, i mean he, he can be trusted in those clutch situations uh but i think mine, mine might be a, a little bit more chalk but here's another guy that i just i just love the signing that's samson ebukam ebukam i've said it before i'm going to keep saying it this feels like the signing uh, the, the the denico autry signing for the colts he's a guy that has been mostly on the bench uh more in a rotational role with his other teams the the los angeles rams and the san francisco 49ers but now he finally gets his opportunity to go out there and start and play most of the most of the minutes most of the snaps for a defense and, and i think we're going to see a guy that, that can rack up i don't know if he's going to be a consistent 10 sack or double digit sack guy but if you get eight nine nine and eight nine to ten sacks somewhere in there each season plus all of the pressures that Ebukam is going to bring. I mean, Ebukam had more pressures last year in a rotational role than Yannick Ngakwe had all season as a starter for the Indianapolis Colts. So when you give uh, Ebukam all the snaps that Yannick Ngakwe had last year, I mean, I, I think this is going to be a sneaky home run signing for the Colts. I mean, he's he's a smaller defensive end, so he again he fits really well in that Leo role in Gus Bradley's defense. That's more for a, a smaller defensive end to get them out wide and just let them use their speed. So, so when you when you factor all of that in there, and then when he's playing a, a next to DeForest Buckner on this Colts defensive line, I think we're looking at a guy that could lead the Colts in sacks in Sanson Ebukam or Ebukam. Uh, Ebukam. Ebukam. I'm going to get this right one of these days, but uh, <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I again, he's another guy that I'm just really bullish on, and and someone that I think is going to have a major impact for this Colts defense. Yeah, and uh, you know S Samson Abukam uh, or Ebukam, excuse me. There we go. <laughs> I really do. I'm. I'm. I, I was always intrigued by. I think for four straight seasons, I don't have it pulled up here, but um, for four straight years, he had like four point five, four point five, four point five, five sacks. This was a guy that in a rotational role, he was consistent. He caused issues. He caused pressures. He can kind of be the guy like in basketball that might not get all the all the statistical credit, the guy who sets the big screens or boxes out the biggest rebounder on the opposition. This guy is going to open up doors, okay, for the interior guys like Stewart and Buckner to get pressures and potentially sacks. He's going to force guys to run away from him potentially right into kind of like Ngakwe got a lot of his sacks. Those like basket sacks where it just falls right into your lap. I mean, this is a guy who's going to cause problems. He's just a game wrecker out there, and he's just a he, he's a, a chaos creator in ways. So constant motor like that, man, that is exactly what the Colts need off that edge. Patrick, really appreciate the super chat, buddy. You always deliver in the clutch. With another uh, one. You're an absolute real one. So Patrick asks, uh, here's one for you. Colts over under four pro bowlers this season. Uh, Patrick, I want I want you to change that. I want you to put it at either three and a half or four and a half because I'm going with a push. I'm saying four exactly. My four are Jonathan Taylor, Quentin Nelson, DeForest Buckner, 
and Shaq Leonard. Those are my four Pro Bowlers uh, for the Colts. Uh, if 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 you go, I, I maybe maybe we can add luke rhodes or matt gay in there possibly uh but but I, i'm gonna go push if you leave it at four i'll go push and and leave it so he he readjusts it he says 4.5 i'm gonna go with the under i think the colts will have four pro bowlers in 2023 what do you think drake i'm gonna go with five okay and you're going the over the reason i'm going with five is because i have so much confidence I think that Steichen is gonna is gonna finally know how to use one number big old eight zero Jelani Woods. I am going Ooh. wild card here, and I'm gonna say that he gets like around the fifty five to sixty kind of like Dallas Goddard. He's gonna get that fifty five to sixty touchdown or uh, fifty five to sixty catch like kind of area. But I really do think that he is gonna be a menace in the red zone. This might be a little bit ridiculous to say. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 10 plus touchdowns from Jelani Woo! Woods, man. I would love that. I am a huge fan of Jelani Woods. She's so big. Would love to see that, that that menace of a human being just just destroy defensives in the red zone. So, Patrick, really appreciate the super chat. Fun question, buddy, as always. Drake, Thank you. the next superlative we're going to do is uh, – of course, we have to talk more about Anthony Richardson. It wouldn't be a true podcast about the Indianapolis Colts this this these last few months if Anthony Richardson wasn't uh, a big topic of discussion. So which player do you think will help Anthony Richardson the most in 2023? Well, I had mentioned this guy before, um, and the reason that I think that he is going to help so much is just because he matches what Richardson does well. And what Richardson wants to do, what Steichen wants to do, what everybody on the Colts offense, offensive staff wants to do, and that is they want explosive plays. Look no further than one Alec Pierce. Okay, this guy is going to be that deep target that is going to burn people because he's long, he's tall, he's got the hands for it, he's got the speed for it. Again, back to his route running. If he can just somehow, because he's going to be more of those, more of that one cut guy. You know what I mean? He's like he's like the the deep ball guy. You're not going to see him out there running insanely intricate routes like a slot receiver would or like a like a true number one. But he's going to take the top off that defense too. And I, I think that Anthony Richardson's going to look his way a lot. I think. Uh, Pierce is going to finally, well, not finally, because last year was his rookie year, but he's going to show at his zenith, at his peak, what he should have been able to show with a guy like Matt Ryan last year with Anthony Richardson. And I think Shane Steichen's going to love him. So, man, I got to go. I I know the obvious answer, but I, I had to go with Alec Pierce just because of that deep ball ability and just exactly what Richardson does well and what Steichen wants to do with the offense. I I think Alec Pierce's fit with with what Shane Steichen wants to do and and getting Anthony Richardson on board is, is perfect. I mean, yep. he's a, a guy that that's a great a great at, at catching those contested deep balls, uh, getting behind the defense. Shane Steichen wants to really uh, go after explosive plays. Anthony Richardson's best asset right now throwing the football is the deep ball. Uh, I really think, I mean, you can see a big sophomore season out of Alec Pierce. We have another super chat here from C-Bar. Uh, appreciate the super chat and all the support, buddy. Uh, he he asks, is our linebacker course scary thin, especially with, with Leonard not 100%? Uh, I, I think I think if if it's if Leonard doesn't come back 100 or there are more setbacks setbacks then yes I I do think that that questions need to be asked about the linebacker group I think again Sire Franklin I think is is a very good linebacker you really don't have to worry about him but there are still question marks around EJ Speed and can he be a a starting a full time starting linebacker uh, like and take over that role of of a Shaquille Leonard in this defense but but I always keep coming back to it. If the Colts really thought that Shaq Leonard was in jeopardy of not coming back to 100% or not coming back and playing at a Pro Bowl all-pro level, they wouldn't have let Bobby Okereke walk. They would have kept him in-house uh, as that insurance, uh, but instead they were okay with letting him walk and bringing EJ Speed back instead. So that's why I still have full confidence that Shaq Leonard is going to be out on the field uh, in 2023 and, and making plays like the Shaq Leonard of old. Well, to make it to, to address, first off, thank you so much, C Bar. Um, to address kind of what Matt, a stats Matt had mentioned, I think in our last episode, is even like an 85%, 90% Shaq Leonard is a top 10 linebacker. 
That's mm-hmm. the thing. He doesn't have to be 100%, but he feels strong. He says that he's never felt better. Man, I, I wouldn't be surprised if at least by like week four or five, hoping anyway with a nerve issue that he's 100%. I think that the linebacking core is is very nice and secure, especially if he's out there starting guys like EJ Speed, Zaire Franklin. Mix that in with Shaq Leonard, even at 85%. I'm game all day for that. Yeah, right now it's just all about rebuilding that strength in that yeah. ankle, in that back, and and the more he he builds that up, the the closer he's going to be to returning. And and there's still multiple months. You will you want to see him out there in training camp, I think. Uh, so if we get to the middle of August and Shaq Leonard still isn't on the field, then I think you might want to start to worry a little bit. But yeah. but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt as of right now. Appreciate the support, C Bar, and and thank you for for the super chat. I, as we get back to the question here about which player will help Anthony Richardson the most, I, I'm going with with someone that I think is always a rookie quarterback's best friend. Again, maybe the obvious answer here, but it's Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I mean, th- this is having Jonathan Taylor and a strong running game for this offense is just going to take so much pressure off of Anthony Richardson. So that way he doesn't have to do everything. He doesn't have to be Superman on every play. He's going to be able to rely on Jonathan Taylor in this running game to, to make things easier in the passing game. And, and in the same way, Jonathan Taylor having Anthony Richardson back there, it's going to make those linebackers and, and those defenders freeze a little bit on those RPOs, on those play actions. When he gets the ball, they're wondering, well, is Anthony Richardson going to keep it or is is it going to be Jonathan Taylor? And just that half second of hesitation can really be the difference in being able to seal off a block when you're talking about Jonathan Taylor and his 4-3 speed and his ability to really hit a home run pretty much any time he touches the football. So I think Jonathan, the Jonathan Taylor, Anthony Richardson combination is, is one we're going to be talking about being dangerous in the NFL for a long time. Yeah. And going back to what you said about, they're going to be able to benefit each other. Okay. Jonathan Taylor in 2021 had the Colts franchise record for rushing yards with a guy like Carson Wentz, who was athletic, but this was not the track star than Anthony Richardson is. This wasn't the guy that linebackers had to always account for. Imagine playing Lamar Jackson. Imagine playing Jalen Hurts. Imagine playing guys like that. You always have to know where that ball is at. If they have that ball and they're faking it, you have to stare right at them. You have to account for them at all times and hope to God they're not going to get that ball out. And I, I actually had just released an article or a, an article of mine just got released today where I, I actually put in that. Imagine asking yourself, is it Richardson or is it Taylor? That's just a split second where a guy like Taylor, lightning in a bottle, could hit that cut and he's gone. Exactly. So our last superlative of the show here, which player benefits the most from Shane Steichen as the new head coach for the Indianapolis Colts? Drake, I'm going to pass this one off to you. Which player do you think is really going to benefit from the former Eagles offensive coordinator as the new head coach of the Colts? You know, I I went with a really interesting one here. I I thought a lot about this one and I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Kylan Granson. Okay. Okay. I'm going, with, I'm going with Kylan Granson. And the reason being, number one, Steichen has been talking about how impressed he is with Kylan Granson's abilities. Number two is that you got to move tight end who gets better separation than any tight end on the entire roster. Pair that with the fact that he wants to go vertical, he wants to get explosive plays. He's a mismatch for defensive backs. He's, a, he's too big for defensive backs, and he's too quick for linebackers. To me, that just that just has like career year written all over it for Kylan Grants, and you're finally going to see what he's supposed to have been doing this whole time. you got to keep in mind, these guys that have joined the team just since 2019 on offense, they've never had quarterback consistency. Even Ryan Kelly going back to 2016, 2017, this is a guy who started his career with Jacoby Brissett as his quarterback when Luck went down with a season-ending injury. So, I mean, none of these guys have had consistency. Now you've got it. I think Kylan Granson is going to impress, and I think, Andrew, he's finally going to harness the power to get that first touchdown man i i hope so because <laughs> kylan granson if i'm being honest he just frustrates me as a player and i've told yeah. you this I, I i think kylan granson has everything everything there to be a really good player for this offense but we we just got to see him produce and, and hopefully he can do that this year but guys there's really only one answer 
to this question. And uh, since I got to pick first on this one, I kind of screwed Drake out of it. So, but I love the <laughs> Kylan Granson answer. It's Anthony Richardson. Uh, the, the player that benefits the most from Shane Steichen is Anthony Richardson. I mean, you, you get a guy that has worked wonders with every quarterback that he has worked with, whether it is Philip Rivers, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Shane Steichen has had success with all of them. Now you move on to Anthony Richardson, who is this six foot four, 245 pound ball of clay that can throw it through the ceiling. Shane Steichen is going to have a field day with, with Anthony Richardson. You put him in into that offense that the Eagles ran last year with Jalen Hurts made him the runner-up in the MVP voting a season ago, and the sky is the limit with Anthony Richardson getting that coaching coaching from Shane Steichen, Jim Bob Cooter there as the offensive coordinator, Cam Turner as the quarterbacks coach, and and we're already starting to see the 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 reap the rewards of that in in just how quickly Anthony Richardson from all reports coming out of Indianapolis, how quickly he's being able to adapt and excel at 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 this Colts offense where he's already earning first team reps alongside of Gardner Minshew. So it's it's going to be I am so stoked for for this partnership not only this year but just to kind of see how Shane Steichen and Anthony Richardson work together for years to come. And and I don't think the Colts could have gotten a better combination of coach and quarterback this offseason the stars have seemed to align and and maybe just maybe the quarterback carousel will finally be over and the Colts will be able to return to the land of great quarterbacks. So those are our fun superlatives. Hey, that was a lot of fun guys. I really appreciate all the comments uh, and all of the, uh, all the extra superlatives that, that were shown in the super chats as well. So Drake, let's talk a little Colts news and rumors here. And and we're, there's, there's not much, but we're, we are going to get back to uh, Nathan's super chat here uh, because he, he, he jumped the gun. He, 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 read our minds and knew what we were going to talk about. He says, let's talk about the signing of defensive end, uh, Jannard Avery. Uh, and, and I kind of talked about it a little, a little earlier in the show. He was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last season, uh, more of a rotational piece. That's what he has been most of his career. Uh, he's been more of an outside linebacker, uh, type, but I think over his career, uh, I think he has like eight and a half sacks. I, I could be wrong. I'll have to look up those numbers, but, but Drake, what do what do you think of the, of the Gerard Avery signing this morning and, and what impact do you think he can have with the Colts? So, Jannard Avery is interesting because he had one of his most, I think he had arguably his most productive season as a rookie uh, with yes. Cleveland Browns. Uh, the guy had 4.5 sacks. He had 40 total tackles, four passes defensed, played all 16 games at the time. It was before 17, um, but he started five games. This is a guy that's been all around the NFL, but guess where he's also been? In 2019, the final trade destination from Cleveland was Philadelphia. Then he played with Philadelphia in 2020. Then he played with Philadelphia in 2021. So he knows Shane Steichen. Okay, so this guy is someone that is going to obviously be a rotational piece. I think that you can never have, kind of like Ballard said, you can never have really enough pass rushers to just keep on supplying uh, rotations because, yes, you want your best guys out there, but you also want them to be able to go over to the freaking sideline every now and again and just grab a Gatorade. You know, so this is really what that is. And I, I think that it's a good signing for what it's worth. Um, they need the depth and they got it. And he's a veteran of the NFL and he still has some 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 ta- uh, some fuel left in the tank, if you will. I think he's like 26 or 27 years old. So I'm cool with the signing and I actually like it. He's a veteran that knows the NFL and he's ready to go. Stats back coming in clutch as always with the stats, eight and a half sacks. Uh, that's why he is there here. He is. Thank, thank you so much, buddy. Um, and and t- before before I miss it, Tom Williams is is a legend for for saying this. Hit that like button on the video. And Patrick, he is going to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> Go ahead and hit that like button on this video if you haven't done so already. <laughs> but uh, eight and a half sacks over over five years. Again, he's been mostly a rotational defensive end. Uh, he's played a lot of special teams so i think if he can be a standout special teamer that might be his way on the team but 
I, I I almost think I almost agree with 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 Matt here. I I think that he's might be the odd man out, uh, especially if Tyquan Lewis can come back healthy. The Colts really really like Tyquan Lewis, and and if he doesn't show any effects from from those two leg injuries, I think Lewis would probably get the nod over Avery. He is smaller. He is only like six foot, uh, two hundred and fifty pounds, so he probably would play more of the Leo role, uh, kind of behind Samson uh, Ebukam. And, and Titus Leo, uh, so he could probably vie for for a spot there, um, but but we'll just have to see. Uh, I think that the Colts can can really get away with having Ebukam. Quiddy Pay, Dio Dangbo, uh, Taekwon Lewis, and uh, uh, we're also forgetting about Adetamawa Adabare, who can also play outside and inside. So oh, yeah. you com- combine that with DeForest Buckner. Grover Stewart uh uh and 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 as you Eric Johnson you start talking about the uh, Taven Bryant these interior offensive linemen or defensive linemen as well there's only a certain amount that they can keep and I think the Colts will probably keep around nine of those guys Avery might just be the odd man out but hey competition like we always say brings out the best in everybody so if he yep. comes in here and absolutely balls out good for him and good for the Colts for for adding more depth and and just another piece to that puzzle on the defensive line and and in order to make room for Avery on the roster the Colts waived running back Darius Hagens who had a very uphill battle to to make the roster uh anyways so uh I think the Colts aren't I don't want to say this in a in a mean way but the Colts aren't going to lose sleep over losing uh Darius Hagens the running back stable in Indianapolis is still very very solid yeah and you know we've actually been talking about it they're going to keep three or four running backs okay Darius Hagens would have been the fifth Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So fifth, fifth at, at best, I would at say. best, at best. And so this is not really that big of a surprise. And again, the NFL before it's a sport, it's and a to business put, to put butts in seats. It's a business. So mm-hmm. this, this makes perfect sense. And like you said, you bring in an Avery, you got to try to, sh- you got to, you can't let your roster overflow because then you have to cut a bunch of people at once. So this makes perfect sense. And they've got that running back room in my humble opinion, short up just fine right now we're trying to figure out who's going to be the running back for at this point <laughs> so so this makes sense and you know like you said they're not going to really lose a lot of sleep over it right so that's our show for this evening guys really really appreciate everybody coming out for for a really fun episode uh shout out to patrick stats matt unboxing mania made it here at the end good to see you wyatt law tom uh john nathan uh wanted to shout out to my wife for the super chat as well inside the shoe Lindsay, sarah everybody that makes this show so much fun for drake and i to do every monday and thursday nights uh it's 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 really a blessing for us to be able to talk colts with you uh every week if you haven't done so already please go and follow us on all the things like horseshoe huddle on facebook Follow at Colts on FN on Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit that bell so you know when Drake and I are going live, whenever Destin and Shad are going live. Because, like I said, content is coming fast and furious. And if you can't catch us on YouTube or catch us live, Apple, Spotify, Google, every podcast platform, we're right there. So go subscribe there. Uh, give us a five-star review. Like I said, it always helps us out. Drake. I know you've been killing it all as always on horseshoehuddle.com. What are some of the pieces that people can go and check out? So uh, the one that just released today was I gave three reasons why I think Jonathan Taylor can even eclipse. Yes. His 2021 season and he can set more career highs. Um, But one that is going to be releasing, I believe tomorrow is going to be, there was a recent uh, sports illustrated list of top 100 predictions for the NFL. The Colts made four entries not only do I agree with them from Connor or, but I absolutely had to write about them. So go check out that piece tomorrow. Definitely check it out. It'll be live on horseshoehuddle.com at 8 a.m. Eastern from Drake Wally. Uh, myself, I had my piece go out collecting all of the various quotes and and what, what the veterans are saying about Anthony Richardson. Some very interesting things. And it's not just all the same talking up the guy. Each one is a little bit different in, in what each veteran is seeing, not only what he's doing on the practice field, 
but what Anthony Richardson is like behind the scenes and in the building. So definitely go check that out. That was a fun one to write. Uh, and I think you'll get some really good insight out of it. Uh, it's all, real quick. It's also a fun one to read. Definitely go see what's happening in that locker room because they all love Anthony Richardson. It's the, the Anthony Richardson is quickly becoming uh, a favorite inside that Colts locker room, which, which is good to see. Go follow Drake at D Walster Drake. You can follow me at Andrew Moore NFL and guys. We're taking a week off. Next week, we will have no shows, unfortunately, because I'm going on my honeymoon. I will be in Jamaica all week uh, with my beautiful wife, Danielle. Uh, and Drake, the hardest working man in Colts media, deserves a week off as well. So we're going to take the next week off, but we will be back on let me look here real quick on the calendar Gosh, you gotta bust june, out a calendar for this one <laughs> june 12th june 12th we will be back ready to rock and roll to catch you back up on all the happenings from colts otas over the past couple weeks and get you ready for colts mandatory mini camp which starts on june 13th so enjoy your week off from us at least but still catch everything on horseshoehuddle.com and we will be so excited to see you guys back here June 12th, 7 p.m. Eastern, to talk more Colts football with you. We'll see you then.